Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike, and uh, we'll be sitting here doing this with my, uh, with my compadres today, and let's go around the room and introduce you to them so you know who you're talking to, because you can't tell the players without the scorecard. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate! Approve memos! Lead a workshop! Oh, good to be back. Good to have you back, sir. How are you doing? How is things going uh, this week in the uh, in the world of Earl? Doing well. Keeping busy. That's uh, that's good to know. That's very good to know. That's very good to know. Because you know, if you're not busy, you're, then you're just you're just sitting at home hey, counting leaves on the trees. You know. Yeah. You, you know that's what you ask a vet who's come back is. So you staying busy? Staying busy. Because, yeah. Because exactly. she really because yeah. they don't want them to sit around doing nothing because no. that's bad for them. No, 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 no. Got to stay busy. I tell you, I this. learned that from a Marine buddy of mine. He's like, he was, he was talking to Jeff. Yeah. And and I told him about Jeff, and that's the first thing he said to Jeff. He walked up and he said, "So keep him busy." And Jeff looked at him and went, "Yes, sir." Yeah. Goes, I'm a Marine. Don't call me sir. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I learned that about soldiers a long time ago. They're, they're they're like young children when you when you all of a sudden don't hear any noise from your yeah, room. It's real <laughs> quiet. It's, it's, oh, no. No. There's a fire somewhere. Uh-huh. Something something bad's going down. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some conspiring and some planning going on. Uh, uh, hey, let's uh, let's continue to go around the room. Uh, on my left side is the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort attorney, Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. And how are you today, sir? How are how are things this week in the world of law? I'm pretty good. I've I've spent a lot of nights on the phones lately. The those nine seven six numbers? Or? No, no, that's gotcha. Really early or? Oh, okay, yeah, because no, we give out your phone number and then people know. Yes, they're. they're uh, you know, baby daddy is not doing uh, such and such. Evening crimes. Evening crimes. And evening uh, legal issues. Let's say that. Evening legal issues. I, I understand. This is what you should do. Right. This is what you should do. I'm going to lay down and go to sleep now. <laughs> it's 3 o'clock. I really, really need to go to sleep now. Uh, and then the text message just keeps on coming. And I was like, okay. I told you what was going to happen. Right. Let it. Yes. You can't change it. Just go to sleep. Yeah, there's no judge at three in the morning to go right. to and get it's something just, stopped. Yeah. Well, I need an emergency motion. Yeah. We yeah. don't have no night court here. We don't yeah. have that kind of emergencies. Yeah. 
Uh, so just go where you're supposed to go tomorrow and do what you're supposed to do, and this is what will happen. Oh, and what's your child's favorite food? Why? Mm, just answer the question. Yep. Have it in your hand. Yeah. Ooh. Went for the DCF interview, and kid gets examined, holds it up, and 18-month rolls right to her, and it's like, DCF says, I'm not taking the kid away from its mother. There you go. There you go, Daddy. Now, roll mm -hmm. your butt back to the truck and quit threatening everybody, including the DCF oh, investigator. Oh, never a good no, idea. Like, yeah. Never oh, a good idea. Like, Hi, my name's, oh, click, click. Yeah. Oh, man, now I got jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those, uh, the D those DCF people, and for, for those out they of state, got, it's the Department got, of Children's and Families. It's they a, got no sense yeah. of humor at all. And usually, uh, you know, we surgically removed. Yeah, yeah, it, it usually wield more power than uh, than a judge anyway uh, on the scene. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Judges don't really get to arrest you. Yeah. They can order someone else to, but they can't arrest you. And DCF, some of those agency individuals have rest powers. Right. And apparently this one did. Yeah, and for, you know, listen, for the most part, those DCF, the, again, those, those uh, children and families, whatever whatever it happens to be in your state, um, th those people. Child uh, welfare. Child, whatever right, 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 right. Um, you know, when you go in front of a judge, he's going to do the, uh, thank you, I'm going to take this into consideration, I'll give you my decision in the next week or two. You know, they're going to give you that. He's going to take into everything. Those judges that deal with child, child cases are not big, giant political judges that are going to rule from, uh, you know, the, you know uh, depart, uh, or from according to political parties. You know, they're, they're, they're actually going to yeah, sit down no and look at it. Yeah, there's no politics in child stuff. They're going to take the time, they're going to look at it, they're going to do some research. DCF, you say the wrong thing to them at the scene, and they're going to be like, oh yeah? Shake their head and go, well, now the child's going to grandma. And it's done, and it's out. You know, mm -hmm. that's it's that kind of power see you at, at the, the scene. See you at the shelter hearing. Yeah. When's that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. March, but but it's July. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so oh, that's, that's, those are people you don't mess with. It's yeah. Like Muhammad Ali and yeah. Joe Frazier, and take that back over to the corner with you. Yeah, right. yeah. Get off me. Take that with you. Take that with you. Yeah, there you go. That's that's it. Um, how about some stats? You guys want to start off with some with some sure. statistics for the week? Let's see. Uh, number one country. You know, we know where we know where we're number one. USA. Oh, yeah. Nice. USA. USA. Wait, We've, uh, what, 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 what's the, this is just in general or specifically? This is people that have listened to the show uh, via the online. Oh, it's the, or the show. Pod, the podcast. Okay, not just. Yeah, 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 we're, yeah. not just us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not just us in general. Um, we, uh, there's been a shakeup. We've had a shakeup. Oh, I, I can see what's going on here. Okay. We've had, uh, we've had Bulgaria in the top 10 the past couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, Dobre and, uh, utra. Yeah, and we just figured that was, you know, friends of, you know, <laughs> friends of Kevin. That's all. Uh, now we have uh, Germany is wait, number wait. two. Friends of mine or friends of ours? Friends of his. Oh, okay. <laughs> friends, of his. <laughs> friends of his. <laughs> I actually got introduced to somebody right. with that accent recently. Right. And the person who introduced me said he's a friend of ours. And I, I, stopped. I stopped Whoa. for just a second. <laughs> Ooh, and, hey. I, and I looked at him real hard and, and he just kind of nodded. You know, it's got, not the real big nod, the more like a what's up nod. You know? yeah, yeah. And, and that was the end of the conversation. It was just, I didn't say another thing to him. He just <laughs> shook hands gently because my thumbs still don't work real well. Right. And, uh, and that was, but it was, wow. <laughs> I just, that just happened. That just happened. That guy's got more people standing around him to keep him from getting hurt than the president of yeah. the United States. And I'm a friend of yours. <laughs> yeah, okay. Germany, number two. Greece is now in number three. The UK is in four. Norway, number five. Welcome back to our friends from Cambodia. Uh, number seven is our, our Canadian friends up there in Canada. We, we love to listen. Love, love having you guys here. Now, here's the change. Okay. This one's changed. We've dropped Bulgaria, but we have picked up Albania. 
So I figure perhaps maybe somebody's on a vacation or something, and <laughs> maybe, you know, they move, maybe they're moving around. Yeah, rather. exactly. It's a border issues over there, you know, and maybe it's Albania, maybe it's not. We'll see whose flag's on it tomorrow, kind of thing. So that's what I'm thinking uh, going on with the you know certain friends of yours, yours, not ours or mine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> France and Spain are rounded out. Let's check some cities here. Let's see what we got. This one, this one kind of snuck up on me. I didn't realize this. The top city, top American city where we've been heard the past, past week as of over 24 hours ago. Okay. Chicago. Uh, They're just trying to figure out how to protect themselves. <laughs> sweet, sweet home Chicago. How, yeah. how do I keep this from, you know. I was, uh, I was in Chicago recently for the Gun Rights Policy Conference. I was, I was, uh, I was there on a mission from GAD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's back when I was in, uh, in Chicago. So uh, yeah, let's see where else we got here. Uh, Stafford, Virginia, Seattle, Washington, Houston, Texas. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Brentwood, California. Wow. You know Brentwood. That's uh, where O.J. Simpson lives and oh, uh, where he used okay. to live. And uh, Brentwood. Athens, Greece. Yeah, he don't live there no more. Quitman, Arkansas. Never even heard of it. Quitman. Thank you. Thank you, Quitman. I'm probably saying it wrong. You probably say it like Quitaman or something like that. <laughs> but Quitman. But thank you. Uh, hey, uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Stick around. We got uh, who we got Alexander Rubian on today from New Jersey Second Amendment Society and uh, a whole bunch of great stories. So we'll see you after the break. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to boundaryoakdistillery.com to learn more. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, uh, last segment we were telling you about uh, you know we're you know the big cities, big cities where we're, we're listening to. Well, not they're not going to be big in size. They're just, not yeah. always big cities, right? Right. They're they're, they're we have a, a large uh, quantity of people listening to us from that area. Big in heart. Big in heart. There we go. There we go. And we brought up the first time I'd ever seen that place. Uh, the, the name is a uh, Quitman, Arkansas. Quitman, Arkansas. So you know, it's time for some. There we go. It's time for some Quitman, Arkansas facts. How'd you do uh, that? I I I, I thought Earl did that. I thought Earl did it. I wouldn't If mean. I did, I didn't do it on purpose. No, okay. It wasn't well, me. <laughs> it's a, that it, was impressive. Well, it's done. It's done. It's, and, it came up on my phone. And it, it, How did you send that? Okay, I don't <laughs> even want to know. <laughs> I got skills. Quitman, Arkansas. It's in Claiborne County. Uh, it's in. Uh, it's about an hour north of uh, of of Little Rock. That's in an hour north in a vehicle, by the way. Okay. Just in case you're... You know, yeah, uh, you don't you don't walk in Arkansas. It's all up and down, up and down, up and down. <laughs> it's, uh, they're, uh, they're, the population... In uh, 2010, 760 to 62 folks, 762. As of uh, the estimate from 2017, is uh, 724. So wow. uh, some people have. Uh, That's a small town. Yeah, you, you've, had, you've had a couple I've, move away. Yeah, I've, I've heard of high no, school. No, that doesn't sound like it moved away. It looks like that. they moved the boundaries of the town. It <laughs> brought them in some. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the Pearsons is just too much trouble. We keep having to go out there with the fire department. We're moving the line <laughs> to the other side of their property. Three hundred and sixteen households, out of which thirty-one point three percent had children under the age of eighteen living with them. Fifty point six percent of the people were married couples living together. Nine point eight percent had a female householder with no husband present. Give Kevin a call. Percent? Uh, Nine point eight. That's low. <laughs> yeah, that's a low single mother percentage. Thirty-five point four percent were non-families. What is? What does that mean? Hmm? What is? They're roommates. Oh. They're an apartment. Okay. They're, they're, All right. Okay. Non. All right. 32.6% of all households were made up of individuals. Um, so 32 single people. Wait. 
Wouldn't is <laughs> not it even thirty two? More like twenty eight. Aren't all of them them made up of individuals? Like all no, fa- no. families. One are person made, lives. Yeah, there. but families are made up of individuals, no. right? You put the individuals but together. A family. Oh, there you go. Okay, they're treating them as an individual. Got it. Got it. I got it. Uh, let's see. Um, so twenty point six percent had uh, someone living alone who was sixty five years or age or older, and the average household size was two point two six. Average family size was two point eight four. I'd hate to be that point eight four kid. It's you, you know, I'd, I'd rather be him than the point two six kid. <laughs> you know, he's getting picked on for being point two six inches tall or point two six tall. You know, you know. I bet you if you looked at Chicago's single mother stats, probably like sixty five percent. Yeah, perhaps next segment we'll bring you Chicago's single mother rate. Maybe <laughs> Ooh, shiny. Just, just saying. So you know what? I can send him anywhere I want to. Uh-huh. He is so malleable. Uh-huh. TSA. Uh, not in Arkansas, not in Arkansas, but we are going to give you some TSA. TSA agents nabbed a 3D printed handgun at LaGuardia's airport uh, earlier this week. 3D printed handgun part. Yes, thank you, Earl. Thank you for the clarification. Yes, clearly it can't get through TSA. Yeah. It's the density material that catches it. And you know, we've got a picture of it and we're going to, we'll throw the picture up on the old, uh, the, 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 my face so you can see it. Um, it says, I, I'm looking at it, Earl, and, and uh, Kevin, and I'm looking at this, and it's not an, it's not an AR <laughs> just, lower. Now, at, uh, it's not it, an MP5 lower. It, it's not a handgun lower. I don't, I, you know, it might be. It takes an AR pistol grip. I can see that. Well, or it might not. It might, that might be some kind of, you know what that looks a lot like is the Scorpion lower receiver. That could be it. That could be it. Miller, so it Folks, we'll but throw this up on the old... I don't know anybody would want to make one of those because you can buy them for... Yeah, nickel. I just wanted to see if I could do it. The guy that was making nickels yeah. from yeah. nickel bar stock. Right, right. It's costing him eight cents a round of <laughs> nickel to make. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to see if I could do it. Transportation Security Administration stopped a man with a 3D printed handgun part in his carry-on at LaGuardia Airport. Traveler was from Kansas. And he was stopped at the security checkpoint with the weapon on July 3rd. The item included the trigger and body of the gun. I, I, this is the trigger housing, it, I would call a, it. This yeah. is the trigger, trigger housing. I, I remember seeing another article on this. It's not even the serialized part. So technically, it's just a part. It's just a part. It's, it's, not, it's not even, oh, so this wouldn't be the receiver. No. This wouldn't be the, Mm-mm. That's it's true. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah it, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't have, it can't take the magazine. Right. And it can't take the barrel. Right. So This I'm, is simply the trigger housing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, HK trigger housing, you drop it off and it's... Correct. You know, yeah. Unless you buy the trigger pack and it's serialized. Right, right. Not that I would know that, no, not no. having any HKs in my own inventory at all. This handgun part was confiscated and Traveler was allowed to catch his flight. Handguns and handguns parts are prohibited past airport security checkpoints, including 3D guns and gun parts. Earl, this makes sense now that you tell me it's not the serialized part, because if this was the serialized part and he was from Kansas and in New York with it, He'd still be in New York. Yeah, he'd be separated from it, uh-huh. but he'd still be in New York because you, know you cannot have a serialized part. Hilariously funny is if he brings the rest of the parts, and it's a paint sprayer. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's slowly <laughs> building it in the TSA back office. Yes, he just right, keeps shipping a part to him. It's not a gun. It's a paint sprayer. That's no, a pressure washer. Pressure. There you go. Yeah, it's I just, wanted my pressure washer to look like an AR-15, so it's an AR-15 pressure washer. The uh, there are some there are some the TSA. I'm sorry has has. has a at, list. at this story has given us a list of items that you can bring on the aircraft and you cannot. So you know we got a couple minutes here. We where we would educate you because there's you know there's there's carry on and there's checked. checked. Yep, yep. 
So let's let's just give you a, a couple of here. Sometimes you if you don't check yourself, yeah. you're going to you, wreck you yourself. Might, you might wreck uh -huh. yourself. Yeah. And uh, some of the items that uh, they list for us, you have to sit here and say, hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's a, what kind of people are we dealing with here? For instance, the first one that caught my eye was um, aerosol insecticides. Because, you know, you get on the plane a lot, and there's, you've got the mosquitoes, and you've got the... You got the ants crawling up, and you might want some off. So no, I'm thinking more of the you know shoot the forty foot stream of wasps. Oh, that's good stuff. That yeah, would, that's that good would, stuff. That yeah. would I wouldn't want anybody to take that on a plane with them. No, anyway. you can cut an eyeball with that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah, can. Yeah. But cut, you can cut metal with that. <laughs> yeah, if you get sure. it close enough, you can just. <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen somebody hit that too close and cut a hole in their gutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is a big one. This uh, this probably happens a lot from what I'm understanding here. Um, an air mattress with built in pump. Oh, now, good. now a, a life raft with a CO two cartridge that would make me go mm, no, don't put that on the plane. <laughs> right. Don't put that on the plane. Yes. I've seen like, that of late in an elevator one time. You know? I would like to bring an air mattress with a built in pump, and you know yeah, the reason it's on here is because somebody has gonna. laid down and tried to take a nap. Uh huh. I'm just going to lay it across the top of the seats. There's enough room for me to slide in there and take a nap. Yeah. Alcoholic beverages uh, in your carry on bag if it's less than 100 milliliters, that's 3.4 ounces. That's those you know little. So if you get one of those little two ounce bottles from the from the liquor store, that's uh -huh. okay. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I get, but it's I, less I, than 3.4 ounces. Why bother? Well, I got a dozen of them. No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember my bandolier? <laughs> yeah. Remember, they they yeah. looked at me, oh, but they had yeah. to let it go. They had to let it go. Why do you have a bandolier of shooters? Because I'm a shooter. <laughs> this is a long flight. Alcoholic beverages over 140 proof. No, you can't. You, can't. you know what? You I just can. take that label off. Yeah, I'm just thinking. <laughs> I, just uh, write, I just write 40. <laughs> Dollar sign, 40. Dollar sign. 40. I have, I have uh, inadvertently uh, you know, uh, crossed over that line for sure. Uh, we know about ammunition. You cannot bring it in your carry-on bag, especially if it's not declared. What about, uh, what about but the, check bags okay. the, the little Nerf darts? Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's mm, ammunition. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. Here's one that, uh, again, you, you know somebody had to bring this on. Oh, yeah. Antlers. <laughs> Antlers. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, somebody, somebody <laughs> tried to bring a rack with them, and, uh, and, and, it, uh, and it, got, it got through. Yeah, and, it's, and you're allowed to, and, but they have to fit in your carry-on bag. You can't just walk in with them and be like, you know, start rattling them, you know, and shaking uh, them, trying to get through. Sit there, you know, clang them yeah, together yeah, so you can call that's them. That's what I'm not, th I'm thinking somebody's capped his elk, and he's coming back from Montana, he's got it on his backpack, and he's like, no, 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 I'm not checking this. Somebody will steal it. I'm bringing this yeah. and my oboe. We're bringing both of these on together. Oh. Artificial skeleton bones. Yeah, no problem. Carry on bags. Wait, wait. Real ones? It says artificial. It's artificial. So you can bring artificial. real ones on. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. Axes and hatchets, only in your check bags. Really? Okay. <laughs> only in your check bags. Not in your carry -ons. It's not what happened in Kill Bill. He, <laughs> no, everybody no. had a sword in their seat yep, next yep. to them. <laughs> you know the little snapping pops, bang snaps, pop oh, snaps? Oh, no, no. Those are, yeah, those no, are no, those, bueno. those, those are no. No, no. no bueno. Baseball bats, uh, no, unless it's in your check bag. And, you know, that's funny because if you gave out a baseball bat to every third person that gets on the plane, there'd be a lot less arguments. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly it's, like right, a, yeah. it's like the opening season at the Dodgers. Well, Everybody gets a bat. I remember in New York, and I know Tom, our producer, probably remembers this, that um, the, the worst day that you could have was, was bat day at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. You, you, you knew <laughs> not to go out that day. Hey, you, you know, know what? It's going to be some broken car windows. <laughs> Hey, you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We get back, Mr. Alexander Rubian from the New Jersey Second Amendment Society.
There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact KidsPeace at 1-866-4-KIDSPEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Gun Tech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. And the last segment, we were talking to you about some of the things that TSA says you can and cannot bring on the aircraft. Uh, we'll get back to that. We promise we're going to get back to that. That list a little longer than we had oh, anticipated, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's it's got some gold in it, so we're going to give it to you. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's welcome back to the program the uh, the executive director from the New Jersey Second Amendment Society, a good friend of the program, Mr. Alexander Rubian. What? That was supposed to be Sopranos music, not Soft Kitty. Oh. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> Alexander, apologize for that. You were supposed to get some New Jersey Sopranos music. So, but uh, you, I never even watched the show. You know what? Give him the soft kitty again. <laughs> soft kitty, warm kitty, little. Uh, Alexander, good to hear your voice. Good to have you back on the program, sir. How is? Uh, I think last time we uh, we ran into each other was at the uh, the NRA show. How have things been going for for you and NJ Two AS since then? It's been pretty good, actually. We've gone after a bunch of towns with a program we have called Operation Established Compliance. And from, for those listening from normal states and don't know the process we have in New Jersey, for you to buy a gun, 
you have to go first to your police department and beg them permission for three to six months to give them a, to give you a permit after they do their so-called background check that takes them weeks, months sometimes. Uh, but ironically, uh, the federal NICS background check will be done in less than 30 minutes. Uh, so what we found when we did our undercover investigations was that a lot of towns and municipalities were breaking the law and not following the rules uh, codified inside the law. So we went after a bunch of towns. We ended up winning a bunch of uh, every single case that we brought up against every single town. Uh, and predominantly, uh, about two weeks ago, we won a major lawsuit against the New Jersey State Police because they would not give us all the rules and regulations in regard to how background checks are done in New Jersey. And we felt that we have a constitutional right to know how they're investigating us, what they're allowed to do, what not, what they're not allowed to do. And to give you guys an example of some of the things that they were doing that were against the law and against the rules, they'd call your employer and harass them to find out if there are any issues at work or if you have any issues at, you know, work at your workplace with any other employees. Uh, and yeah, and listen, I, I want to, I want to, Make sure, folks, you understand that, that you're, you're, you're a law-abiding citizen, and, you know, a, a lot of times I equate uh, being a gun owner to being like a Star Trek fan. You know, you're, you're, you, you enjoy both, but you don't necessarily tell everybody you've ever met that you're a Star Trek fan or a gun owner because you don't know what their response is going to be. Now, imagine your work getting that phone call that says, hey, um, hey, how you doing? Now, this is the New Jersey State Police. We're curious if Alexander has gotten in a fight with anybody where he might need a gun. And, and that's the phone call they get. Have I played? Have I played the recordings for you? You you have. Ex- you have. Okay, because that's exact. They would the way that the demeanor and the attitude that these police officers would call the employers, and with this you know whatever arrogant attitude, be hi, we're calling on behalf of so and so. We want to find out if this person is having any issues at work with you or any other employees. If he's a good employee, and you you get you get off the phone, and we've recorded these conversations. We've had people. Uh, send us the voicemails and copies and record the conversations. And you think that, wow, Johnny's going to come into office, the office on Monday morning and shoot the place up the way the cop was explaining yeah. the way that, you know, why this guy may want a gun. Yeah, what's and the issue he has with you that he would need to buy a gun? And then you are exactly. like, oh, what? And, what do you mean? Yeah. And, and the, also, just by sheer accusation and just by sheer fear, your employer could say, I don't feel like uh, comfortable with him owning a gun and uh, can strip you of your Second Amendment rights, that you would now have to spend fifteen to some people have spent fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 in court uh, uh, disputing it and appealing the decisions by the police officer or the police chief saying, oh, this, uh, this person's employer said that it was not um, you know, in the best interest for employee so-and-so to get a gun. And I've had people that work for Disney and other really left-wing liberal companies that are staunchly anti-gun, very vocal about it, and they've said, oh, I didn't know I had to put my employer down. I don't want my boss knowing I'm buying a gun. Right. Um, you know, she's always talked about hating guns, and she's a proud member of Moms Demand Attention and so forth. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, you know, when we ended up suing and finding out that that wasn't part of the rules, that that was not allowed. You can put your employer information down there on the application, but they can't call and harass your employer, and they can't bar you from buying a gun if you don't put your employer on there. And that's why this lawsuit for gun owners and Second Amendment advocates in New Jersey was uh, uh, monumental for us because now we have the guidebook. And it's like me inviting you guys over saying, hey, do you guys want to play a game of so-and-so? I can't tell you the rules, but I'm going to tell you if you're going to win or lose based on my secret rule book. Now, I know this, is, uh, this, uh, this lawsuit's eight years in the making there, and they, the judge was, ordered them to be 
turned over to you. Have you received it yet? Have you received their their uh, their their manual? Well, it was a two part thing. First, we 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 won the first part of the law. Well, a major part of the lawsuit that provided us access to about eighty percent of the guidebook, and that was about three years ago. And that that part of the lawsuit started five years before then. Right. So it was eight years in the making. So we said, no, we want the full version because they redacted a, you know, a good 30, 40% sure, of it. Sure, the good parts. Yeah, the good parts, exactly. And, of course, we, what we speculate are gonna, the good parts are going to be is what they can and cannot do. Right. So um, about two weeks ago, we finally went back to court, and the state played every single dirty trick, motion after motion and making argument after argument why they should not be giving the full amount. And three years later, we're finally in court where the judge ruled from the bench and said, you have to provide these attachments and the rest of the manual. I'm going to sign the order in their favor. You have 30 days. And why it takes 30 days to get an email, open it, put all the attachments, and send it over to us, that's classic New Jersey dirty politics. Right. But that's what the, the judge put. I guess that's an industry standard in law. Um, but uh, we have 30 days. I think it's been two weeks, and we're eager to see what the rest of the guidebook is going to be. And our lawyer, the first part of the lawsuit, we want over $100,000 in legal fees. Right, okay. so it's easy when the state fights us with our money, the taxpayers' money, and uh, the final bill the lawyer sent over, I think, was around eighty-eight thousand okay. dollars. So now the state probably spent over two hundred thousand dollars just paying us and our legal fees. Who knows how much they spent on their end over the past eight years with their legal fees to fight this? To basically not, you know, to basically cover up and hide things that we already know. And that uh, are, is a constitutional right that we have to exercise that's being hidden from us. And it's all, you know, no matter which side, whether it's the, the money's paying for your legal fees or the monies they used to, uh, to prevent you from having this, it's all coming from the New Jersey taxpayer. Exactly. And, and, and that's the crazy part. So that's about 200 grand that they spent on that. They paid us around when the state lost again for our lawsuit overturning the possession and purchasing of stun guns and tasers. Right. That was another seventy grand. Uh, I mean, how many hundreds of thousands of dollars are they going to spend to uphold their tyrannical, outdated, draconian laws? But when it comes to well, having... It's free money. They don't care. They'll keep spending it. They it's free care. money. Exactly. But the irony is, is that when we argue that, hey, we should protect the children the same way you guys protect yourselves with armed guards and a secured uh, state house, why don't we do the same thing for our for our children? More, we know that I would argue that are more important and valuable than you guys are. But well, we know the we well, know the answer have, because somebody's going to yeah. get in an argument and shoot a child. <laughs> no, they they <laughs> say they don't have the money and the resources to yeah. do that. So, um, and there was one idiot making this argument that well, you know, uh, what if somebody gets an argument and the student grabs the gun out of the right. armed resource sure. officer's holster? Yep. And, and, these people have no clue. They've never shot a gun. I mean, a concealed holster is probably more secure than your wallet. Yeah, yeah. So to make these silly, fear-mongering arguments, it's just classic, you know, absurdity based from the left and these arguments that they make, because why can't the same argument be used for their bodyguards? What if a bad guy goes and takes one of their bodyguards' sure, guns sure. away? Exactly, exactly. So it, it's absurdity after absurdity. Um, you know, you have to use these opportunities to warn normal states like Florida and, and your other listeners from other states on what happens in states like New Jersey behind enemy lines. Yeah, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me clarify that, folks. Listen, he's fighting for rights that are already on the books. 
laws and procedures that are on the books that they're telling them they're not going to. In other states, we're we're trying to expand our rights. You're fighting for the ones that are already on the books and are, are, and and they refuse to give you that. They're telling you you can't. Let me ask you this: if uh, if, if I go to Atlantic City, what's the odds that they're actually going to give you this thing within the next two weeks? Give you the manual? Uh, it should be done within thirty days. Their lawyer, after our trial, walking with his tail between his legs, said they're not going to appeal. Um, we haven't yeah, received we'll any information and, and, uh, um, that would imply that. They haven't objected to our legal fees. So I think they just want this all said and done to be cleared up. Another funny True. and important thing was the higher courts in New Jersey overturned the lower court's decision twice. So right. now we were before the same judge, Judge Hurt, for the third time. Alexander, let me cut you off. We're, we're, we're coming on the break. Uh, stick around a minute. Sure. We'll, bring, we'll bring you back. We'll finish this up. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hot for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at maxlaworlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. 
Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio Live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, we're joined on the line by the uh, the executive director there from the New Jersey Second Amendment Society, Mr. Alexander Ruby. And Alexander, before we went to the break, we were, uh, I think I had asked you, now you're, you're, you're waiting. You, two weeks ago, you won this court victory where the state of New Jersey, the New Jersey State Police, have to give you the rest of their standard operating procedure manual for conducting their backgrounds checks uh, applications. Um, and, and you've got two weeks left. And, and my question to you was, what are the odds? What do you, if, I, if I went to Atlantic City and went up there to AC, what are the odds you think they're going to give it to you? Uh, we, they have no choice. It's a court order. Sure. They, court order. they also they have to have follow to the law, it. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, the difference in New Jersey is that when we break the law, they put us in jail for 10 years. When they break the law, uh, they get a slap on the wrist and they say, oh, sorry, this is the way we've been doing it since the 1970s. Increase yeah. in funding. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. They break the law, they get an increase in funding. <laughs> So there's, uh, you know, there's obviously there's a very strong chance. We're looking forward to it. You guys follow our work. You see we've sued over 30 police departments for violating the law, the rules, and so forth. This isn't going to, no pun intended, put more ammunition in our arsenal now right. to further the lawsuits, further the rules, make sure they're getting the applications done within the time frame, which the law says 30 days, which even then, that law was created in 1966. Uh, there's no reason why people can't get a, a background check done instantaneously. But uh, that's another lawsuit we're looking to develop and sue. I think there's other actually really good case law coming out from other courts saying that having this permitting scheme is actually unconstitutional. So um, I've seen a big difference in attitude and change of, of uh, the courts around America, including the United States Supreme Court. Um, so we're looking forward to what we can do in the future, and uh, we want to thank you guys for also being out there and helping us out. Of course, of course. Now, when you when you hit these small departments, and I know you're hitting them as, as often as you can with the manpower that you have and the you know the financial backing that you have. What what's the deterrent for these small departments to play by the rules? You know, rather than just you know play these games and keep you from three months, six months, you know, getting your application reviewed. So part part of doing this right is creating transparency and exposing the corruption that's occurring in New Jersey. And when I say that, in 2015, we launched undercover investigations and we exposed everything through undercover video on what goes on in our police departments. And I think you guys remember this. Yeah. There, we had one police officer boasting and bragging about telling an elderly woman that she was too old to own a gun and wouldn't right. even give her the application, telling another woman she's too small and petite to own a gun. I mean, the, the, uh, the violations were absurd. But um, part of that was exposing what goes on, and this is why we're also doing this as well, because... What it does is that it captures and documents the fact that they won't go after these police departments that are violating the law and police officers because some cops say that they don't even believe that we should own a con- we have a constitutional right to own a gun and won't even let us apply. Right. So right. when we did that undercover investigation in 2015, ironically, every police department that we went after within, I think, one month or two months was being raided by the FBI. Right. And I believe they know that if that kind of stuff is occurring there with these documented videos, who knows what else is happening in these police departments. And sure enough, a lot of police departments got in trouble. So part of this project is also documenting and exposing what goes on, not only in the police departments, but also in the, in the county prosecutor's office. Right. Because in one of the last victories that we had, the law specifically says 
you, you cannot, you shall not be fingerprinted again. So once you've been fingerprinted in New Jersey to apply for your permit, which is another ridiculous standard that you have to uh, abide by, right. you don't have to get re-fingerprinted again. But the law specifically says that no additional requirements or conditions can be added to the application process. Okay. So by making yourself get fingerprinted again, you're adding an additional requirement. Yeah. And, of course, all the prosecutors that we've filed complaints at against police departments violating the law said, well, they stopped doing it, wink, wink, but we don't believe this is official misconduct because that's what we're asking you to do is charge police departments with official misconduct because we're not naive. We can't go after 566 municipalities with the limited you know, funding and, and resources that we have. Right. But I, you can be damn sure that once one police, uh, once police officer or a police chief gets convicted of official misconduct for not following the rules and the standard operating procedure for New Jersey firearm application process, you can guarantee every single police department will be following the rule uh, because one example was made by one police uh, one police department, either well, being a officer or chief. Well, sure, sure. It, you know, it's just it's got to happen, and you know that's that's one where they. Uh you know, you don't want to call it, a, you know, the thin line or whatever, whatever it happens to be. You know, they're, they're violating the law. They need to be prosecuted. But it always comes down to, oh, 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 you know, we, uh, we just misinterpreted, so we're going to go ahead and do that this time. Nobody ever gets prosecuted. And so the next person continues to do it because they're like, oh, well, you know, they're just going to give us a chance to fix the problem later. That's exactly where if I was carrying my gun and uh, I said, well, I didn't know I needed a permit for this. And, you know, just for self-defense, not being a prohibited person. Right. Uh, they would put me in jail for 10 years and not give me the opportunity to try to fix, you know, whatever I'm doing wrong. If you but, live uh, through but, the encounter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's another, that's another factor as well. But, uh, you know, like I said, there's, there's higher-up federal agencies specifically in place to go after uh, official misconduct against police departments, even prosecutors. Ironically, in New Jersey, and I believe there's some federal laws or our lawyers pulled up that if a prosecutor is aware of a crime occurring and doesn't prosecute or do the proper investigation, that prosecutor is uh, guilty of a certain crime, official misconduct, and a few other statutes. So we're just building up these cases. We're documenting everything. Let's be a fair warning to any law enforcement departments or prosecutor's office or government agencies in New Jersey. If you don't follow the rule, we're going to capture it. We're going to document it. It's going to be irrefutable, and we're going to come after you because we're sick and tired of being treated like second-class citizens because all we want to do is exercise our constitutional right in New Jersey. We are. You know, we, we are treated that way. And listen, you made the point a little bit earlier on. You know, they're, they're violating the Constitution. They're violating the Second Amendment rights. If they have no problem violating their Second Amendment rights, they got no problem violating, I don't know, some Fourth Amendment rights, Fifth Amendment rights, Sixth Amendment rights. They, they'll go right down, right down the line and, uh, and, and take away your, you know, your right to, uh, you know, uh, be free amongst yourself, you know, to, you know, search and seizure, you know, rules of due process. They, they, it's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal for them. Wait till they start saying you can't have kids. Yeah. 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 Well, we're, we're going to sterilize well, you, know, you because we Jersey, don't think you're qualified. Proudly, our state, our, our governor and attorney general proudly boast about, um, not, um, uh, uh, abiding by ice rules and regulations and federal law and detaining people that are here illegally including many, you know, including many, many violent felonies, the felons right. that are in New Jersey, harboring in New Jersey, that our, our own government is harboring. Yeah. They, they're harboring fugitives, and they're saying, telling the federal government, you have no right to come into our state, we're not going to abide by your rules, we're not going to provide you any support, we're not going to provide you any information. And my, my friends have been personally affected by this, by an individual that was working illegally in New Jersey, stole my friend's wife, wife's 
uh, uh, social security number, was using it illegally. Right. This guy has a, a, a violent felony record. And the police department basically said, well, there's nothing we can do. And, uh, you know, have a great day. They had no interest going after these violent felons because our own government harbors and protects them. There's no profit in it for them. They can't make any money on that prosecution. There you go. Well, whatever their incentives are, their virtue signaling, you know, this is the insanity of uh, being in states like New Jersey that they boast about being a sanctuary state. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, we, you know, we're behind enemy lines. We have to fight these people because when somebody else breaks the law, they give them a pat in the back. Yeah. We break the law, they put us in jail for 10 years. And this is what's coming to other states. Let this be fair warning yep. to other people from normal states. Don't give up your gun rights. Don't believe into this hype of common sense gun laws. They're just looking to protect, you know, innocent people and so forth. It, all they, lies. Um, all lies. It, it, we, it, we know that. It, we you know, know, Mike, you and I talk about this all the time in person and so forth yep. and the insanity. You can't believe it. Nope. Nobody else can believe it. But yep. um, unfortunately, they're going into states like, uh, uh, like Pennsylvania and Nevada Everywhere. and slowly degrading away these rights. The cancer is a disease that's spreading across America, and we have to stop it. Alexander, how do people get a hold of you and NJ2AS? Uh, NJ2AS.org. We actually have a very large, uh, I'm very proud of the fact that we have a very large membership outside of New Jersey, and we get messages from other people. I was even looking at our map. We have a member from Canada, and he talks, you know, I, I reached out to him and said, hey, how did you guys find out about us? Um, and, you know, he, he saw some of the work that we do. Uh, right. from great he heard, websites. Heard about it on Arms Room Radio because we've got Canadian listeners. Yeah, problem, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, but that's the power of, of luckily, yep. you know, platforms like yourself and other, other platforms yep. that get out this message. But we're on nj2as.org. We welcome people from other states helping and fighting behind enemy lines to support us in whatever way they can. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and basically every social media platform. Alexander, thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. Uh, and folks, you got it. It's nj2as.org, nj2as.org. Until we see you next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I am uh, sitting behind the uh, the center microphone. That's that's probably about it. You're on the right, you're on the left, uh, and folks, you're just sitting there between the, between the speakers listening. So we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. I'm going around the room real quick, introduce you to my fellow patriots. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop. Birthdays. Yeah, it's funny. The left-handed guys on the right side and the right-handed guys on the left side. Well, from your angle. I mean, from, from <laughs> my angle, it's, you know. It's, you know yes, but if we both have to shoot him, it's the right direction. Correct. It's the right direction. You know, the hand closest to thought, the target. I've, I've often thought, do I, do I, do I pull cross-draw and go cross-over <laughs> to shoot left and right? Or do I do the, do I do the uh, you know. Really? You know, what, Are you going to cross your eyes to sight both pistols? Well, I don't sight. I get enough bullets to just keep pulling. <laughs> yeah, in a just room boom, this boom, big, boom. yeah, probably. And do I want to go, do I go, you know, you know, do I synchronize and go boom so they fire at the same time? Or do I go boom, 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 left and right like cowboy style? You, you not can. against you guys. I'm just thinking about anybody in general. Not, yeah. not you guys. You should I mean. fire alternately. Yeah, so, but is it is it shoot left, look left, shoot right, look right, shoot left, look left? Or is it more of boom, 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 you know, just, just and, 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 while if, I'm backing you, out of the room? If you boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You're, you're going to waste lead. Well, I've got more of that. Not. <laughs> believe me. <laughs> when idea. was the last time that you were in a fight at that kind of contact, contact distance? It's been 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't shoot that fast. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how many people are going to come at you. Right. You think you do, but you don't. Because there are people just walking in going, hey, can I get in a fight? Yeah. Hey, hey wait, can I get in a fight? Yeah. Yeah. Just trust me from recent experience. You have no idea who's going to walk in the room and decide to engage you, whether they know you or not. Now, I know this is a minute population that I'm going to be discussing here at the moment, but um, when you get into one of those close quarter battles, close quarter drill things, okay, um, do you know how to tell the, the difference between, one of the, one of the differences between those who have been there before and those who haven't? Those that are trained up, those that have been there before, they all say the same thing. Wow, that's loud. That's loud. Because those that are not used to it, their their adrenaline's dumping. They don't hear that at all. But those that are like, yeah, hey, this, yeah, is just just, a, this is just yeah, another STO. Yeah, yeah. This is just another st- standard training up. They're yeah. like, wow, that was loud. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, okay. Oh, I can't <laughs> understand what you're saying. Yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. Um, I tell people all the time when I'm trying to teach them what's going to happen in the first 15 minutes after they use a firearm in a self-defense situation. Oh, yeah. Here's a training exercise. <laughs> Take off your hearing protection and yeah. fire three rounds right yeah. before you leave and then call home on your cell phone. Yeah. And yeah. see how well that conversation goes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That Do it with your window down on the car. Yeah. Yeah. what you're going to say. Yeah. Don't answer questions. Just give them the information they need to get you emergency assistance. And hang up. And they will call you back. Yep. Yep. Did we do the music? That's that's attorney Kevin yeah. Maxwell, the uh, oh, maximum effort My legal bad. ninja. Uh, and welcome you in back to the program. I know. Yeah, I know. You, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, uh, we talked to you earlier in the program last hour about the things that TSA says you can and cannot bring onto an aircraft. We're gonna we're gonna continue down this list a little bit. Give you give you a little bit more. You can bring crochet hooks. Crochet. I could bring crochet. So I could bring large sharpened spears with me on an aircraft. Well. Any sharp objects in checked bags should be sheathed or securely wrapped to pre- prevent injury to baggage handlers and inspectors. Because I think we've all gotten that note yeah. you know, in, in our luggage that this is the know, thing I don't they understand. went through it. Earl ties his beard up in kind of a weird, like, knot thing and sticks up. A crochet needle. A, yeah. Up, no, it's a sharpened piece of wood on either end that girls use to hold their hair. He sticks it through Fred, and, and Fred doesn't complain, which right. surprised me. And he walks on the plane, and they don't say anything about the fact he's got a spear in his beard. Yeah, well, that's well, holding it, <laughs> hold it together, holding it together. Um, do either of you know what a bear banger is? This I, is a I'm, family I'm, show. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to ask that question. I, I do not know what a bear banger is, but I cannot bring one in a carry-on bag, and I cannot have one in a check bag. So is like no. a is that like a bung hammer? I was thinking like a really big, like one of them blackjack leather saps, but it would be you know because it's a bear, you want it to be about. Eight feet long, I'm thinking. You don't want it to be, you know, it's eight inches, but that's, that's not good. I can bring belt bicycle chains with me. I need a bicycle chain for, you know, my carry-on bag while I'm going. I'm allowed to have, <laughs> I'm allowed to have that. You can bring a uh, desktop, yeah, desktop computer with you as well. A whole desktop. <laughs> you yeah. just, just set it up. The old 1995 style. Just, have, just <laughs> ready to go. Big old CRT monitor and just... How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I can have a blender with me on the aircraft. Nice. Never blender. Never blender. This is one. This would seem to make sense. Do you plug it in? Can you make your own margaritas in flight? If it's battery operated, I guess you get yourself a battery operated. One of them Roncos or something like that. Make yourself some margaritas. As long as you bring the alcohol in under 3.54 ounces of uh, uh, you know container, under 100 milliliters. Yeah, you don't have to say, I'd, I'd like you to bring me 40 shots. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> Sure, sure. That'll be nine thousand yeah, dollars. You know, just here, use this credit card <laughs> yeah. from the guy asleep next to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, blood sh- blood sugar test kit. Oh yeah, done that lots of times. Yeah, I've carried insulin. I've got a bag of stuff that I bring on, and they're like, they look at it and they go, "Are there needles in here?" Yes. Why? So, some of Are these. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm going to use it for my heroin later. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's that's what I'm bringing it for. Uh, you can bocce balls just in case you. Just in case you got uh, you know you got to land somewhere and meet a bunch of old Italian guys on the lawn, you could bring some bocce balls with you. Checked or unchecked? <laughs> Both. You can have them in carry-on bags and in uh, in check bags. Okay, now let's think. I bring the Cat, balls. Catfish yeah. is on the plane with you. Yeah. And somebody starts something, oh. and you start handing him bocce balls. Oh, catfish on that's it. That's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah. Bing. You know yeah, what? It's like having yeah. Nolan Ryan. Yeah, that's here right. you go. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. he can throw faster. Yeah. I mean, don't mean speed. I mean frequency. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. The the, the 
not the duration, but the frequency. I, this one I never would have thought. I would have thought maybe yes for check bags, but no for carry-on. You can bring body armor. Nice. <laughs> can I wear it? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going <laughs> to wear my full-on, yeah. heavy-duty polystyrene I'm, stuff. I'm going to book one of them $29 <laughs> Frontier yeah, flights go down to the airport. I'm with wearing it. a 5X. <laughs> Why are you wearing a 5X? Put See on a little weight. <laughs> Put on a little weight. Bowling balls I can carry onto the aircraft with me. As long as they're not used to bludgeon anybody, it says. Can you carry... <laughs> Don't start none. <laughs> won't be none. Can you carry bocce balls and a bicycle chain where they're ready to hook together? Oh. Like a mm. pair of long mm. nunchucks. Kevin MacGyver over here. Just <laughs> yeah. bring, just, you know, bring stuff saying, on the plane. So, uh, you know, I'm just... I think a platelet just broke loose and I started thinking. <laughs> clear. Yeah, yeah I've, I've skipped ahead. Duct tape you can, can be brought on. So, there you go, MacGyver. There you go. You give me a paper clip, my half a roll of duct tape, I can start a nuclear weapon. Here's one. Here's one that makes me think, why is this on here? Bread. Bread. Hmm. You can bring bread in a carry-on bag and bread in a check bag. You can have bread on the plane. Bread. What? Why did they specify that? Imagine what incident had to happen at the TSA checkpoint to clarify if bread could be brought or not. Bread can be brought on with your fresh eggs. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at boundaryoakdistillery.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Earl, you, you, you said that you just heard from a, a listener on a bread fact. Yes. Well, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I'm just trying to... Uh, <laughs> well, you stumped the lawyer. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, you stumped the Earl. <laughs> this is from a former military policeman. Right. Uh, he was in the Israeli military police and got to tour some of the uh, different prisons... There was a Israeli prisoner in solitary confinement. The man had broken out of several lesser prisons. In one case, he had broken out by threatening his prison guards at gunpoint. Unbeknownst to them, he had made the gun himself by molding his bread into something like modeling clay, letting it harden, and then painting it black using paint chips from the walls in his cell. It looked like a gun, which was all he needed. So if you're imaginative enough and desperate enough, bread can absolutely absolutely be used as a weapon. I think keistering is quicker. <laughs> you don't have to go through all. I mean, you don't want to be putting bread up there. I mean, but you know, it's just that's 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 no good. But uh, but thank you to the listener for the for the bread facts. That's uh, that's uh, you know I, it's kind of like a, cutting the the, in, the soap into a. How do uh, you uh, remember to hide a bread gun in your prison wallet? I don't think you. I mean, how do you, how do you remember how do you, it? How do you remember it? I mean, I mean, I mean, what you're suggesting is if I eat the right kinds of foods while I'm incarcerated, mm-hmm. I can make a bread gun out of my excrement. No, no, I think you've gone completely off the rails there. I'm right. just trying to make sure I understand what you said. He was saying. Said he was saying. He was saying, take the bread and make the gun. I was saying, just do the shortcut and bring a gun in in your wallet. Not a bread gun, an actual gun. How do you remember to keep that there? 
I mean, you know, you just get arrested spontaneously. How do, how do I remember? If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, <laughs> stay <laughs> ready. It's my hand to God, yours and mine. I am never going to be that ready, okay? I'm a good seven-move player, but I'm not going to think to keep a gun up my butt, okay? Just, I'm not that good. I'm not that good. If, if I got a player that's playing that far ahead of me, I'm just going to serene him and go, I quit. I'm out. I'm out. That's, yeah, I'm out. I'm you out. win. I'm out. I'm out. It's a, what's that? Rochambeau? Yeah. <laughs> Rochambeau. Yeah, yeah. Keep the duck. Yep. Keep the duck. You got it. What? Okay. You keep the duck. Keep the duck. Uh, New York City's dishonest attempt to squelch a gun rights lawsuit. We talked to you about this over the past couple of months where in New York City, they have they had they had an ordinance on the books. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you, I'm trying to remember if it's called there, if it's called an ordinance or not in New York. But they had a they had this on the books where you could not take your firearm if you owned the firearm. Yes. Now, first off, you have this this firearm in New York. If we're talking, you know, eight ten million people that live in the city of New York, you have two thousand people in the city of New York that have a concealed weapons permit. That's a very small percentage. Very small percentage. Very small percentage. It's like uh, less than small. It's smaller than small. It's tiny. <laughs> Point um, zero 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 yeah. something. It's probably still bigger than what they have in New Jersey. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's still pretty darn small. The uh, you take these uh, you take the rest of it. They don't have the numbers for gun owners, which is good. I don't. You know, you shouldn't have the numbers for gun owners in New York. That's a uh, constitutionally protected right, as far as, my, as I'm concerned. Like they care. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was right. thinking the same thing. They just hadn't figured out how to figure that out. Right. So there are still many people that own firearms, whether it's, you know, it's previous to the laws coming into place. They were grandfathered in. They own those firearms, but they cannot take them out. And these, I'm going to guess the majority of them are, uh, you know, like uh, small capacity semi-automatics or small capacity revolvers, those kind of things. Because those were the ones that were popular, 60s and 70s in New York, war mm -hmm. bring backs, you know, you know, old veterans owned them, that kind of stuff, or people that bought them at the time when they were popular, before, you know, handguns became completely illegal in New York. So they're probably those kind of firearms. But the law says you cannot remove them from your home, unless you have that concealed weapons permit. So for the majority of those gun owners, they can't even take them to the range, because guess what? There's one range, and they only allow, like, cops in there. <laughs> yeah. So you, you're not allowed to take them out of the city. You're being told that your firearm is illegal to take out of your home, and you can't take it out of the city. You can't take it out of your home to take it out of the city. You can't go but shoot. you can't use it in your home because that's illegal. That's too. illegal. You cannot use it because they, they do not have. You're not allowed to shoot in your house. Well, yeah, yeah, but they, they do not have a castle doctrine there in New York City. You know, you're expected to flee from your own home. Give, your, give the bad guy your stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they knew this was, it was, was facing, uh, uh, you know. Uh, 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 a Supreme Court challenge? Correct, correct. And, uh, you know, many, many organizations, the Second Amendment Foundation was involved in this, the uh, New, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, uh, this, this had gone forward, uh, and it, it, it's, it's worked its way. It's there, it's, it's there it, you know, waiting for the Supreme Court to say yay or nay. It's now ripe. Correct. And then, then the city of New York said, ha-ha, we'll just cancel the ordinance. So the, the question is moot now. The point is moot. Right, and now no, there is no longer anything to be ruled on. And therefore, the case will get dismissed by the Supreme Court as that law is no longer in place. And then they'll just wait to the count of 30 and repass it. Correct. And, and I guess now what the Supreme Court is looking at, I guess it's called the voluntary secession it's, doctrine. It's called. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because every time it comes forward to the court, you can't just say, well, we got rid of the law. And then they say, well, we're, okay, we're not going to listen to the case. And then the courts, then New York says, Okay, we're going to reinstate the law. And you keep playing this game back and forth. Yeah. 
Uh, and that's where I guess the Supreme Court's looking at it right now saying, we may still listen to it. That, that's called, the, the Supreme Court looks at that as the word shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> shenanigans, shenanigans. So, so this, is, this has got that opportunity. And this is, Kevin, this is rare. This is rare that they listen to something along those lines for, again, voluntary secession doctrine. Right. And, but the reason why they're doing it is that they know they're being played. Right. And you know what courts don't like to have done to them? Oh, yeah. They really played. don't like to yeah. get played. Yeah, you want to play a game with me? Okay, let's play a game. Let's play a game. This is called thermonuclear war, and I'm going to burn you down. <laughs> Shall we play a game? <laughs> says, essentially, the court won't let the government, this case being New York City, wriggle out of a case just because it stopped its abuse at the 11th hour. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because... Well, it's like torturing people. Yeah. You yeah. can torture them right up until they went, hey, what are you doing? Oh, no, nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. yeah. Okay, there's no case then. Right. Oh, we can right. go back to doing it now. Supreme Court has said that in these situations, it should be clear that the defendant is not free to return to his old ways. A public interest in having this legality of the practice is settled. And we know that. We know if you try to leave the building right now in New York, you leave your home with this firearm, they're still going to, you know, let's call it uh, stop and harass. <laughs> you know, st- stop, stop and arrest. You know, there's no stop and frisk with, with this law. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a firearm in New York, which means you are the devil. Uh, or you're, you're, you know, one of the... Uh, the chosen yeah. few. Uh, if a cop yells gun in New York City, it's immediately followed by a series of shots. Yeah, not a series. It's a, it's a cacophony. Yeah. It's, well, it's everybody that has yeah, one right. yeah. just shooting at the person that yeah. they were pointing at that said gun. Yeah, there's, that's, that's what you get. So this, is, um, this will be interesting to continue to follow. New York thought they were out of this. New York yeah, thought... they always think. Yeah. They won't notice. They won't notice we're playing with them. We'll just continue to do this. And... It also added into this the uh, you know trying to show that it's um, that they're serious about it uh, the law being being uh, being dismissed or being uh, eliminated the city's half-hearted attempt to scorn out of this case they weren't they're not working so they took some other extreme measures they have a Democratic senator up there Kavanaugh not Justice Kavanaugh Kavanaugh sponsored Assembly Bill preempting city laws on the transportation of firearms so they're creating a state law that says oh what the city has. Is not valid. So the, now the state and Cuomo up there are trying to jump in, and this is going to get passed, and Cuomo is going to sign it, as if to say, "Look, we're really, really serious that we, we got we're rid of this law. We're preempting city law, yeah. but we're not going to enforce it. Correct. <laughs> we're not going to enforce it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the preemption clause says you can't do it, but the, we can't stop the municipalities because uh, we're busy. Yeah, this is um, this is this is like like Alexander said, talking about New Jersey. This is New York, big city, crooked politics. This is, uh, and you know, for the it's most part, crooked. it's just, they don't care what's right. They right. care what they want. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's not about, it's not about rights rule. at all. It's, yeah. it's not about rights. It's about wants, about what they want. And if they don't want what you want, then you don't get it. And that's, that's, that's the way it works up there. We are noticing some other things. We've seen some stories recently, even with the Epstein story with, um, the court ordered the New York Police Department to do something, and New York Police Department said, who, who, us? Did you want us to do that? No, we're busy. Yeah, we, we, we misinterpreted that. We, we got, yeah, we got other things. There's popcorn in the microwave. Yeah, we got to go. I'll come back later. Thing, oh, no, one cake. Got a guy, got a go, got a thing. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what's going on in New York. We'll see. I, I, you know, I think the Supreme Court might. You know, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's been 10 years since, uh, well, t- you know, 10 years since examined, nine years since the decision it, on it, a major Second Amendment yeah, case. But this is, this is uh, a big deal because it goes one way, Great for us. If it goes the other way, 
Katie bar the door because everybody and their brother is going to try to pass a law that says firearms are illegal and money is spelled. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Crystal Studio. Major Bill, when we get back. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. Had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl.
The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Gunnery Sergeant David S. Spicer died July 13, 2009, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Spicer, 33, of Zanesfield, Ohio, was assigned to the 8th Engineer Support Battalion, Combat Logistics Regiment 2, 2nd Marine Logistics Group, 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. He was killed in action while supporting combat operations in Delhi, Afghanistan. Gunny Spicer, an explosive ordnance disposal technician, joined the Corps in October 1994 and had been recently selected for promotion to gunnery sergeant. He is survived by a wife and daughter. Also killed was Marine Sergeant Michael W. Heed, Jr., 22, of Delta, Pennsylvania. Marine Sergeant David S. Spicer, Marine Sergeant Michael W. Heed, Jr., you are not forgotten. Any legal issue whatsoever, please give us a call. We are now specializing in high-conflict marriage resolutions. Apparently, I've got a niche. (laughs) (laughs) My phones are blowing up. So uh, if you got that, let me know. He just threw shots at me. Can you help? Yeah, getting, yeah. getting that's, that's what you're sort getting. of the yeah. you know we've already we've already engaged in uh, physical confrontation, and one of the kids got hurt or that kind of stuff. Damn. All right. Well, listen, somebody's got to do it, and it's a uh, become your niche and you do it well. Well, you know what? I got I got lawyers on cases I didn't even know they were part of moving the courts to take me off the case. Right. Because they don't want to litigate against me claiming they are afraid <laughs> or their clients are afraid. And I said, I-, I never spoke to your clients. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't even know what your client looks like. Right. right. Your client's a corporation. How's a corporation afraid of me? <laughs> it's, you're an LLC. Yeah. I never see an LLC sweat. What are you talking about? I, that's, and w- we went in front of a judge last week and the judge went, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. <laughs> but your honor, it's overly prejudicial to my client. Yeah. Listen. Um, he's supposed to be prejudicial to your client. It's his job. There you go. You, there you his go. client and your client are opposed, and he's in line with his client. So, yeah, you don't get any help. <laughs> hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing this week? Doing good. Not too shabby, sir. How about yourself? Uh, I, I am doing well. I'm uh, up here in the beautiful state of Virginia uh, at Virginia. IA. Ooh, Virginia's made Virginia, for lovers. Yeah, I, Virginia's I, made for lovers. Yeah, well, yeah, but uh, that's not why I'm here. Oh, all right. Uh, Sorry I, to I'm hear that, Fort Bill. Houston. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a love of a different type. Um, yeah. uh, here at Fort Eustis, uh, visiting uh, visiting my daughter, PFC Callista. Ooh, definitely not at, that kind uh, of love. Company definitely first at the 222nd. Right, there you go. Ooh, uh, ooh, uh. Go Army, all that good stuff. That's it. That's it. Uh, but yeah, so she's got a she's got a month left in uh, her training, and then she will uh, report for duty with the Florida Army National Guard. Uh, so she is a uh, she's looking forward to uh, to vacating for Houston. She's been here for uh, going on seven months. Yeah, and that's about six months too long. 
Yeah, you get that a little bit. A lot of those, uh, those, those uh, what do you call them? Support posts. You know, <laughs> I'll just say that <laughs> with a support post. Yeah. Well, you know, the the interesting thing, Mike, if you remember, uh, I went to Fort Eustis for AIT. However, it was about thirty years ago, uh, and uh, you know, what's changed? A lot, a lot has changed. Running water. You know, yeah, electricity. Plumbing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was there, they didn't even have a fence that could keep out a cow. No, but but well, uh, Washington came over with the A ten fighters. And, yeah, George Washington came no, in with the A ten. No, 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 no. <laughs> and took a. There was no George Washington. He took when JFK I was there. Airport. George <laughs> Washington was maybe two, <laughs> maybe three years old. He was still chopping down the cherry tree. There you go. I mean, there that was go. a long right, time ago. Right. right. <laughs> So, Major, how are uh, how, how are you this weekend? How are uh, things going? Uh, what do, what do you have in store for us today for the program? You know, I I, uh, I I had a couple a couple different stories that you and I've been going back and forth, but with listening to the show uh, today and looking at all the uh, disparities that that government entities are doing to people, uh, and we're talking about gun free zones. I wanted to talk about a gun free zone uh, that turned out to be not a gun free zone. Uh, and this is in Toledo, Ohio, so if anybody wants to jump on uh, Google Earth and head up to uh, good old Toledo. Go mud hands. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but this happened at the IRS building there. And, uh, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Deputy Alan Gaston uh, went to the, uh, he's with the Lucas County Sheriff's Office, and he went to the IRS office because he'd received a letter, and he had a question about it. Because, right. you know, we know the IRS is never going to contact you by phone or email or anything like that or ask you for a password. They're going to send you a letter. Yep. Well, they sent Deputy Gaston a letter, and he wanted to find out about it, so he showed up there. Well, upon his arrival, because he was on duty in uniform, yep. wearing a duty belt, you know, badge and patches, all that good stuff. Mark Carr uh, outside, was, everything. Whole nine yards. Right, right. Yeah. Mark Carr wasn't trying to conceal anything. Yep. Uh, but, of course, you know, wherever we go, wherever his law enforcement goes, uh, it is not a gun-free zone. Uh, right. But he was confronted by a security guard there, an armed security guard by the name of Seth Eklund. Uh, who told him that he cannot have his duty weapon inside the office. Which, okay, uh, I've run across that. I've, I've been on duty, had to go to federal buildings, yeah. and confronted by their security. And, right. you know, unless you're a federal officer, you are not allowed to have a weapon. Sure. You give him the so, old, old look bunt cake, and it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so Deputy Gaston said, okay, and he turned around, and he was walking out. Yep. Well, evidently, that wasn't good for uh, security officer uh, Eklund. He immediately uh, drew his weapon and uh, and pointed it at the deputy. At his back. Uh, telling, yes, at his back. <laughs> at his back. Uh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and telling him that that he was going to take him into custody. Yeah. Um, wait, I don't know wait. A security authority. guard with arrest powers? Oh, well, this is yeah, going to end well. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so deputy Gaston, also being a, a use of force and firearms instructor, said, "You know what?" Uh, this guy went from zero to one hundred. Uh, I'm not going to play this game. I'm just going to keep going. But I really feel that I'm going to get shot in the back. Yeah. Uh, he kept going out. Uh, Equin continued to follow him, and, and uh, even he tries was, to grab the firearm and take him into wait, custody wait, wait, at one wait. point. Please let yes. me get let, yes. let them both get outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. This That's is going to be so much fun. <laughs> so during this uh, altercation, a, an employee there calls nine one one and said, "There's a man with a gun here." Yeah. But he doesn't say that the man that has the gun is a deputy sheriff. Right. So, of course, Toledo police find, uh, find a gentleman and ladies at the Argo responding code three over there because, hey, you know, we got a call. Yeah. Uh, they get there and, and 
figure out the situation uh, and realize that, mm, yeah, this is not what it seems to be, which is usually what happens uh, for us in law enforcement. Uh, and they, they call the situation. Uh, but definitely, uh, the security officer, uh, Mr. Eklund, now Mr. Eklund, yeah. uh, has been charged with aggravated menacing. Uh, I guess that's a charge up there in Ohio. Must be, uh, yeah, the, the menacing act like, of like, 1933. Uh, it's yeah. like assault here. Yeah, yeah it's like... Like assault here yeah. in Florida uh, is aggravating, menacing there. So uh, he's been in, uh, been uh, charged with that. So he's going to have to go to court and answer why he uh, why he would do something foolishly like that. Uh, Deputy Gaston and his wife have filed lawsuit both against uh, Mr. Eklund and the security company. Uh, sure. I don't know if they're going to intend to sue the IRS, uh, but cannot sue course, the federal government, sir. Not without well, their permission. Yep. Exactly. So, so you know, they're going to ask their permission to do that. Yep. Uh, but, you know, he's uh, he's pretty distraught over this. I mean, you, know, you have a gun pointed at you, and you feel that, you know, look, I'm going to get shot. Uh, this is going to hurt. Uh, this is going to hurt bad. And, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, pretty upset about it. Yeah, I, I know he's, uh, he's, uh, he's experiencing a little PTSD probably over this as well. You know, you, you're, you've got that couple of moments where you think you're about, it's about to end, and it's about to come through the back of your... Uh, Back of your vest and through your chest, you know it's it's not a not a comforting feeling, you know. Well, that's the no, problem. The security guard would probably shot him in the head. Yeah, yeah, or at least well, unintentionally because he wouldn't be aiming. At yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that's 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 a ridiculous story, and that uh, God, security. I'm glad that didn't yeah. happen in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. security guards yeah, everywhere. Well, you know, it, 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 I, I thought you know I I decided to do this story after listening to you know New Jersey and listening to New York and you know. But not all cops are bad. Not everybody's no. going to, uh, to, to to shoot you if you pull out a gun. Uh, but you know, this just fell in line with uh, the other the other the topic that you guys were discussing. It today. absolutely did, uh, Major. Thank you for joining us today, and please be safe out there. Absolutely, all my brothers and sisters in blue. Remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six. Always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. 
Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the arms room. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snagmag. Snagmag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studio. So we're going to get Kirk back on. We're going to have Kirk on in a couple of weeks. Kirk is Kirk. Yeah. The, 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 you know, the we don't need to bother him. He's busy. Yeah, he is. He is cranking out I some. I want uh, my pistol. Cranking out some firearms over there. Cranking out some firearms. Leave him alone. He is doing it. Uh, we have, we're going to bring you a story here from a. Uh, the great state of Oklahoma. Yeah, we're moving west. We are moving west. New Jersey, New York, uh, Ohio. Ohio. Now Oklahoma. Now Oklahoma. Wait, okay. Virginia. Ohio. That's it. Now yep. Oklahoma. There you go. There you go. The uh, this this story. I've got. To, we had a couple of a uh, couple of ones we saw on this. This started as a video this week, and finally uh, finally came out in print a little bit later in the week. Here, this story is brought to you uh, from uh, from our good friends at Fox News, an Oklahoma man. Oklahoma man, was arrested after police say a routine traffic stop turned up a gun. Okay, all right, well, listen, it's maybe... not that unusual. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe the guy was not allowed to have the gun. This wasn't just one of those, oh, he's got a gun, take him to jail. Yeah. There's got to be a reason. Yeah, there's a little Oklahoma, bit more to this. They're, they're, well, they're gun-loving people, right? <laughs> there's a lot more to this They're gun-loving people. Let's say there had to be more than perhaps well, just, a, just a gun. The car was stolen. Okay, let's, 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 yeah, let's go there. This was, uh, we have the gun. We have, um, we, have, um, we have a rattlesnake. But it was in a it was in a terrarium. It was a rattlesnake. Okay, that's yeah. unusual. Have an open Next. bottle of whiskey, but there's only a little bit missing from it. I, so. I wonder though, was this the the rattlesnake's whiskey or was this the driver's whiskey? Because it well, was, it was the rattlesnake. The, it was between the driver and the passenger seats, so it could have been the passenger. But the snake could have got it. They're sneaky. That's you know. But snake, it's in a terrarium. Sneaky snake. Sneaky snake. It's in a terrarium, and wants, the snake was busy. Snake was busy. Snake, right. snake okay. wasn't feeling well. All right. Okay. And and the. Pièce de résistance. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Oh, the, pa- the passenger's a okay. felon. Yep, okay. a felon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it could have been the passenger drinking, and the yep. gun was in the glove compartment. So it could have been the passenger's gun, right. and she's already got a conviction. We 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 also had, like Kevin said, there was an expired tag. Yeah, yeah. that's we what started had, a stolen all this. Car. Right, right. Expired expired tags, which ended up being because it was a stolen car. Right. Which ended up being a stolen. What was it? Stolen, not stolen. 
It, stolen, was, it, was, it was reported stolen. Stolen, stolen, not stolen, but stolen. Then it's stolen. Then it, it was stolen. Uh, okay. And and then the um, and like you said, the the, the piece. The top end. The the daylight versus stone. The, the cherry yeah. on top of this crazy. Pie made of <laughs> compacted of, feces of, of Oklahoma, <laughs> um, powdered uranium. Yeah, a I, bar. I get a rod. I see rod and a, a rod of uranium and powdered uranium. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just okay. Radioactive well, uranium. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah. You, and, yeah. and apparently, it's not powdered because powdered uranium you can still make stuff out of. Yeah. <laughs> rod uranium, not so much. It's depleted to some point. Right. Um, but it was next to the snake. And he told the police, I'm building a super snake. <laughs> building, a super, building me a, What's with the uranium and the, the rattlesnake? Well, I'm building me a super snake. You think venom's dangerous? Wait till you meet what Ralph here is going to do to you. Yeah. Do you think he was going to, maybe he was going to irradiate the snake and then let the snake bite him? And then he would Ooh. be, oh, he'd yeah. Be, he'd be twice the he'd power be, of Spider Man. He'd be like Snaker Man, <laughs> something like that. Rattle man. No. Yeah, yeah rattle dude. Uh, rattle man. And then, but all he could do is shake his butt and make noise. <laughs> <laughs> I met her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The noise had, was. The noise had, was. She was in a Greek restaurant, had little jingly things <laughs> yeah, on her. That's it. Yeah, throwing yeah. plates at people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. So, Stephen Jennings was charged with possession of a stolen vehicle, transporting an open container of liquor, and driving with a suspended license after police initially pulled him over for having expired tags. Okay. Now, of all the things we just told you, did anybody see anything there about uh, possessing a snake? No. no. That, that happens incident to the arrest in the inventory. And, and, but Earl, why wouldn't he be charged with having a snake, a rattlesnake? Well, it's a, well, it's you're, not you're, Earl, you're a snake owner. Can you have poisonous snakes? With proper licensure and permits and all that. Right. He wasn't charged with possession of a dangerous animal as it happened to be, quote unquote, Snake season in Oklahoma, <laughs> and he had the proper hunting license. I'm thinking snake season in Oklahoma is like, there's probably one weekend where it's not snake season in <laughs> Oklahoma, because it's Oklahoma. Have you been to Oklahoma? It's, uh, you know, the no, West. No, but I know somebody who has, <laughs> and I texted her when I saw this picture and just said, this isn't the guy you started seeing, is it? <laughs> if you've ever been to West Texas and seen the... the there's dirt, not much difference. That's Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma's right there nestled in West Texas. <laughs> it's, so that's that's what you get. Um, so so he was not charged with the uh, with the with the possession of a dangerous animal. Yeah. What? Why is he not charged with possession of I don't know uh, uranium? You know. It's not illegal. It's, it's so in Oklahoma. No, it uh, apparently in Oklahoma, he is a metal scrapper, right? And that has a low enough radiation content and was a low enough amount. That it's not actually illegal. The half-life on uranium rods is like 10,000 years. Yeah. And we've only been making them for about the past 40 years. But they're not <laughs> full power because a lot of that energy has been absorbed in whatever they were doing with the uranium rods. <laughs> I think he's going to make bullets just in oh, case he yeah, has yeah. to shoot ah. the super snake. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yes, sir. you got to yeah. have a contingency plan. Rattle your super butt at me, will you? <laughs> 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 oh, crazy, crazy. Um, so... It's a plasma rifle on a 40 bar range. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Just what you see in the case, sir. Just what you see in the case. Where does one, I, I almost don't want to ask, where does one get depleted uranium that's not of significant uh, radioactive material that, uh, that, I can, that I can purchase? Oh, like can... my granddaddy would have said from the getting place. What are you asking questions <laughs> for? Place. You can get it online. Online, well, you can you buy it on Amazon. What is it, is it yeah. from like, oh, wait, from Amazon? Yeah. I'd have to go to like Iranian terrorists, you know, 
PowerMyDeLorean.com. You know, nope. anything, anything like that? You can, wait, Amazon, you know, listen, you know what? Hold on. This is a work computer. <laughs> he can't stand it. Oh, shiny. <laughs> he says, look, squirrel. This is a work computer. Hold on. Let me see. Amazon, <laughs> this is not my personal computer. That's right. There's plenty of people that sit in front of this computer. We'll be good. Yeah. Amazon.com. Let's go. Amazon.com. He's going to misspell uranium. That's it. Your, Uranus. <laughs> gonna, your that's your, what's going to happen. It's gonna, uh, and then the, yeah, everybody, the uranium. internet police are going to show up in here looking for Amazon. Yeah, we'll be gone by then. <laughs> what did you ask about? Why did you ask that? That's not Caution, a planet. Radioactive context. I can I could buy. Mm, this is true. I can get. This is true. <laughs> oh, I'm not taking that delivery of that package for him. Uh-uh, All right. uh-uh. I got I, my dose meter is pegged. I can't Ooh. do that anymore. 984 CPMs. Uh, it's a uranium ore. Uh, it's forty bucks. Let me see your credit card, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> not the one with your name on it. Come on. Yeah. Major guy. Gagori Bortsov. KGB. That's it. Yeah, now we know why those Bulgarian pops keep coming up on our, uh, our viewer log. Uh-huh. Um, uranium marbles. <laughs> hey, hey. You, you, oh, this is, not, this is not wise. Uranium marbles. It's a black light keychain. Folks. You should not carry uranium <laughs> marbles <laughs> that close to a major bone that makes your blood. Like in your jeans pocket. I was thinking a major bone, but not that kind. It makes it so, no. It makes yeah. your blood. That's your femur, baby. That's, yeah. You don't want mm-hmm. you don't want to put uranium next to the blood making part of your body. Yeah, That's, I was thinking next to the baby making part of your body. <laughs> You're not going to make any more babies. And if you put uranium near there, maybe there'll be super snake babies. Yeah, that's it. Rattle their butts at me, will they? <laughs> uranium ore and a lead pig. You can get one of those if you want. If you want to buy some uranium Don't ore and a lead pig. Don't break open my piggy bank. <laughs> It'll make you glow in the dark. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So that's uh, that's what's going on in Oklahoma these days. Um, it didn't say where in Oklahoma. You know what? It doesn't <laughs> it matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't. Leaving, t- headed towards like Vegas, probably. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. They, they have to be going to Vegas. With all that in the car, they're yeah. gambling. They're, they're just gambling anyway. One way or another, yeah. they're gambling. How far did they get from West Virginia, do you think, before, you know, <laughs> before they, they get to, did they get to, oh, they get to Oklahoma, exactly how far they get. Let's see. Let's see if there's any more information here. The public information officer from the police department said that during the stop, they discovered he did not have his driver's license, did not have proof of insurance uh, for the black Ford that he was stopped in Florida Explorer. They said the man proceeded to tell enforcement there was a handgun in the vehicle, which was nice of him. Yeah. He said he was, you know, yeah, listen. It's my, it's my girlfriend. She's a convicted felon. You bust her. I'm tired of listening to her talk. Yeah. Every time we stop, she yelled, he got uranium. He got uranium. Well, guess what? <laughs> she got a gun. Uh, backup was called. The firearm was reportedly located in the glove box. She was arrested for being in proximity of it. That's called constructive possession. Although this sounds a lot like, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to put that in the glove box, then let her sit in the front seat and then the, uh, then I'm gonna drive just a stolen car. Yeah, just, just I'm gonna case. drive a stolen car so I can pull her. I'm gonna go 80 past that cop. Up. Yeah, exactly right. There you go. So that's what he, he turns going. to her in front of the officer. Goes, you didn't tell me you stole this truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a get out of jail free card right yep. there. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, he's had a good lawyer. Before. Are you on the run again? <laughs> boy, oh boy. So that's uh, that's what's going on in Oklahoma. Um, hey, listen, we get back to the next segment. We're gonna we're gonna head a little further west. The next segment. Segment. Next segment. Next segment. Wait, no, we're done. <laughs> yeah, next week. Does that happen again? You Already. Did. It always happens to me. I'm going to the clock going. <laughs> did something change I don't know about? Folks, we'll see you next week on the program. Uh, until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready, Mike. I Remember, got, keep your head on a swivel. I've got to quit sniffing glue. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you.
The Keltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.